Amen. Amen. I want to go right to the word of God. I want to uh, call your attention tonight to a familiar passage uh, found in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 12. And it is my prayer that no one have a problem finding the book of Genesis. Amen. Uh, Genesis chapter 12. I want to call your attention. And I just want to lift up verses 1 through 4. And you're hearing, I'm reading from the New International Version. But I encourage you to read from whatever version you may have. The Word is the Word. Uh, this is the Word of God. Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. The Lord has said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I'll make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And a portion of verse 4 says, So Abram went as the Lord had told him. This is the word of God. You may be seated in the presence of our God. Go, the Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, leave your kindred, and leave your father's house, and go to the place where I'm going to show you. I want to preach a call to something greater. God is calling you to something greater. If the theme they was telling me that they were sent to me was we're stepping out of the box, and the first part of that is a call to something greater. Let me begin this sermon tonight by offering an apology to some of you tonight because this sermon may not be for everybody. It, 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 it may not be for everybody because uh, the reason why I say that is because everybody may not be expecting God to do something greater in their lives. It, it, so, so, some of you tonight you, you, you may be satisfied with where you are in life. You, you may be blessed and you don't want God to do anything more. So uh, if that's you, I apologize for wasting your time tonight because I didn't come to preach to you tonight. I, I, I came tonight to preach to those who came with a spirit of expectation. I, I, I came to preach to the people who's expecting God to do something greater. And let me just survey the room tonight. I, I, anybody expecting God to do something greater in your life, in your family, in your church? Anybody expecting God? Well, if, if that's you, I, I'm preaching to you because God gave me a word to tell you that God is calling you to something greater. And I want you to know, and one of the ways you can tell uh, whether or not God is calling you to something greater is what used to satisfy you don't satisfy you like it used to. Yeah, yeah. One of the ways that you can tell that, that what used to fulfill you or give you joy don't really give you joy the way it used to. In other words, when God is calling you to something greater, 
Uh, one of the ways you can tell is because you all of a sudden develop a desire for more. You, you begin to feel like you should be doing more or you should be receiving more or should have more or should have accomplished more. When you start feeling unsatisfied and unfulfilled, it's a sign that God is getting ready to develop something greater for your life. But, but let me warn you up front, y'all, uh, receiving more and receiving greater is going to cost you something. Do we have a witness in this place? Yeah, yeah, walking in new doors and receiving new blessings going to cost you something because in order to receive what God has for you, uh, it's going to require a greater level of faith. Uh, and the reason I say that, because it may not make sense, yes, when God gives you a vision of what he wants to do in your life, in your family, and even in your church, y'all. It may not make sense to everybody, but you've got to have enough faith to trust God even when it don't make sense. Do I have a witness in this place? And can anybody testify that every now and then God will give you some instructions that don't make sense? It may seem impossible possible it may seem unimaginable unachievable but the question is whether or not it's not based on your ability it's based on whether or not you'll have enough faith to trust God to do whatever he tells you to do and y'all I want to tell you tonight that if you trust God when it don't make sense. Uh, God will begin to bless you in ways that don't make sense. Uh, that, matter of fact, I'm trying to tell somebody tonight on this first night of revival that if you step out on favor, God to give you some uncommon favor. I wish I had a witness in this place. Yes, well, you don't have to take my word for it. All you got to do is go to Genesis chapter 12 and ask my man Abraham. Abraham will tell you that when you walk in faith, God will give you some favor. And y'all, let me just second the record straight for my Sunday school teachers. I know his name is Abram in Genesis chapter 12, but I I grew up calling him Abraham all my life. So is it all right if I can get a pass tonight that I can call him Abraham? Yes, y'all, Abraham will tell you that the reason he is so blessed and accomplished so many great things is because he walked in faith. It's not because he deserved it, not because he was so qualified. The reason he was as blessed as he was is because he trusted God. Matter of fact, and those of you who know Abram's story, you, you know God told him some stuff that didn't even make no sense. Lord, have mercy. I, I mean, for instance, y'all are almost a hundred years old. God told Abram to get ready for a baby. Lord, can, 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 can you just imagine? I, I mean, almost a hundred years old. He said, Abram, I want you to have a gender reveal party. I, I want you to plan the baby shower because you and your wife is getting ready to have a baby. And, but yo, it, I mean, that sounds crazy. But what I like about Abraham is that even though it didn't sound like it was impossible, Abram still worked on it. 
Yeah, Lord, have mercy. Because watch this. God will give you a vision, but you got to work on it. Lord, have mercy. Yes, Abraham, he did what God told him to do. And at 100 years old, God gave him a baby. But when you read this story, you will discover that not only did Abraham get blessed, his entire family got blessed. Everybody connected to him got blessed, which means church your faith will not only bless you huh? your faith gonna bless everybody connected I wish I had a witness in this place but the Bible lets us know that generations of people got blessed all because of Abraham's faith huh? but let me give you the context so you understand the content Abraham y'all don't mind me preaching the Bible do you uh, Abraham is a unique individual in the Bible his name is mentioned 300 and eight times in biblical writ. And he's known as the father of faith. Abraham was such a powerful man of God that three major religions hold Abraham in high esteem. Y'all, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam all look at Abraham as being a special individual to the faith. But from Christian point of view, Abraham is important. It's because God birthed his plan of redemption through Abraham's seed. Abraham is important because he's an example of great faith. The Bible doesn't give us a lot of background information on Abraham. I mean, we don't know about his childhood or his adolescent years. All we know is a few things that's listed for us in chapters 11 and 12. Now, now here it is. We know that his name was Abram before it was changed to Abraham. We, we know that he's from a place called Ur that's located on the southern tip of Mesopotamia. We, we know that his father's name is Terah. He married a woman named Sarah or Sarah and he had a nephew by the name of Lot. And if you keep reading, he had other sons, two sons. They really all we know about Abraham. But one thing that stands head and shoulders above all is that Abraham was a man of faith. He was a man that did what God called him to do. The Bible lets us know that and when you read Genesis chapter 11, God really didn't speak much to Abraham. Then when you read chapter 12, out of nowhere, God comes to Abram and he says, Abram, this is what I want you to do. I want you to leave your country. I want you to leave your kind and leave your father's house. God said, Abraham, I want you to leave and I want you to go to a place I'm going to show you. I'm not going to tell you where you're going. I want you to trust me enough to step out on faith without a whole lot of information. And if you read verse number four, the Bible says, Abraham left. I mean, he didn't ask God whether or not I will not leave here. Am I going to go to a better place? He didn't say, Lord, if I leave, am I going to survive? Lord, if I leave, will I get a better job than the one that I have? He said, Lord, matter of fact, he didn't even say, Lord, if I leave, is it going to work out for my good? The Bible says that when God told him to leave, immediately Abraham started walking. Yes, 
and without any information, without any guarantee of success, he stepped out on faith and because he stepped out on faith God blessed him in a mighty way and that's a word for somebody under the sound of my voice tonight God is getting ready to do something great in your life but in order for it to come to pass my brother or my sister you've got to step out on faith can y'all help me preach in this place yes God has some major blessings with your name on it but you've got to step out on faith you've got to trust God enough to step out even with a guarantee of success you've got to put in your mind that if God told me to go God's going to take care of me Lord have mercy and can I tell somebody maybe the reason so many people are stuck in some unproductive places is because God gave you your marching orders but you waiting for confirmation you waiting for people to tell you it's all right no when God tell you to go you've got to follow God Wait, do I have a way to in this place you got to step out on faith in other words if you're gonna receive greater you've got to trust God enough to take a chance can y'all can y'all help me preach my little sermon tonight? Can you just tell somebody take a chance? Come on, I I, I don't know what God told you. I, I don't know what God shows you. I don't know the vision God laid out for your life. But I came tonight to tell you take a chance. You, you you've got to take a chance on God. Huh? And what some people don't realize is that God already worked it out. Yeah. He, he just waiting for you to take a chance he's already opened the door he's just waiting for you to step out on faith and I don't know what God told you, but I just need to tell you one more time take a chance huh? come on I dare somebody go where God tell you to go I dare you start the business I dare you go back to school I dare you step out on faith take a chance Abraham left immediately but in order to do that you, you got to be willing to step out of your comfort zone yes it, 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 because if you're going to receive greater you, you've got to be willing to leave your places of comfort uh, and the same thing applies to the church uh, that if we want to do ministry on the next level we've got to be willing to step beyond our comfort zone uh, and here y'all a reason so many churches miss out on what God is doing is because they want to stay where God was <laughs> instead of moving to where God is uh, and all listen if you stay where God was uh, you're gonna get what you always got but if you want what God has for you you've got to be willing to take a chance uh, yes Abraham took a chance uh, but y'all I, I, I took a long way home but this is really where I wanted to be because God says Abraham watch what he tell him he says Abraham I, I want you to leave your country I, I, I want you to leave your kindred uh, and leave your father's house uh, which means that your elevation, first of all, is based on your step.
separation. Uh, in order to get what God has for you, uh, there's going to have to be some separation in your life. Uh, now, I understand that point, but I struggled with why would you tell him to leave his country? And why would you tell him leave his kindred and his father's house? Uh, I'm so glad you asked. It's right there in the text, y'all. Y'all, he said, first of all, I want you to leave your country. Uh, God says, uh, now Abraham is from a place called Ur of the Chaldeans. Uh, now, 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 here it is. Uh, when you do a historical study, uh, you will discover uh, that the people in Ur worship the moon. Okay, I, now I came to work tonight. Uh, the people in Ur, in his country, they worship the moon. Now, now, if you paid attention in science class, there are two governing lights in the sky. The sun and the moon. But the people in Ur didn't worship the sun. They chose to worship the moon. And the sun is more powerful than the moon. But they chose to worship the lesser of the two. So God says, Abraham, I'm getting ready to do something great in your life. But the first thing you got to do is separate from people who choose to settle for less. I, I'm getting ready to open some doors for you but I got to separate you from people who are comfortable settling for less because you can worship the sun, but they choose to worship the moon. So, so I've got to separate you from earth because what I'm going to do in your life, I can't have you settling for less than what God has. I wish I had a witness in this place. Come on, tell somebody I'm leaving earth. I'm too blessed to settle. God has brought me through too much to settle. I need too much to settle. <laughs> he, he, he says, I'm separating you from earth. But, but, but that's not it. He says, leave your country. But, but then he says, uh, leave your kindred, your family. Now, now, I know that doesn't make sense, but y'all, uh, Abraham's family was called the Chaldeans. And, and, and y'all don't mind me teaching, right? Listen, this is the first night. Uh, biblical antiquity lets us know that the Chaldeans were very smart people. They, they, they were intelligent individuals. The Chaldeans were known for their wisdom. They, they, they were known because they were smart. As a matter of fact, in that day, they was considered to be the smartest people on earth. So God, why would you instruct Abraham to move away from smart and intelligent people? Well, God says, I told Abraham to leave because before I bless him, I got to disconnect him from people who think they know it all. I'm getting ready to bless you, but I got to separate you from people who think they know more than me. See, the Chaldeans were smart. They thought they knew everything. 
They were so smart. They didn't take advice from anybody. They didn't listen to anybody because in their minds, they knew it all. Matter of fact, they trusted their wisdom more than they trusted God. They were so smart, they didn't even pray because they felt that they knew it all. And you can't get what God has for you listening to people who think they know it all. Oh, have mercy. I wish I had a witness in this place because people who think they know it all want you to listen to them more than you listen to God. They want you to do things their way instead of doing things God's way. As if to say their way is better. But I came to tell somebody, but you got to be careful listening to people who think they know it all. He says, Abraham, I need you to leave your country, your people, because watch this. Uh, uh, when they don't see what I'm doing, they're going to try to talk you out of it. Because they live by sight and not by faith. And what I'm about to do in Bethel. You can't listen to people who live by sight. Because when they live by sight, they'll say, we can't do it, Pastor, because we don't have it in the budget. Preach, Pastor. I'm doing the best I can tonight. No, no, no. We, we, we appreciate the vision, but we can't do it because we don't have the people. We don't have the money. But check this out. God can't be limited by our limitations. Uh, and don't ever let somebody limit you because they limited what God has for me. I wish I had somebody in here. You ain't got to see it. You ain't got to believe it. But what God has for me. They, they know it all. Because your people are stuck in the box. But where I'm about to take you. What I'm about to do in your life. You can't listen to people. You've got to listen to God. So Abram, leave your country. Because they like to settle for less. Leave your people. Because they just think they know it all. But then he said, I want you to leave your father's house. And I kind of struggled with this, y'all, because I didn't understand why would God tell Abram to leave his father's house. But because I do know that there are blessings in your father's house. If you don't believe me, ask the prodigal son because his blessings was connected to his father's house. So why would you tell Abram to leave his father's house? Well, I had to look at this one more time. And his father's name is Terah. And Terah in a Hebrew connotation means to be stuck. So, Abram, I'm getting ready to do something major in your life. But before I do it, I got to separate you from people who are stuck. I'm getting ready to open some major doors. 
I'm getting ready to bless you in ways that you've never been blessed. But I got to separate you from people who are stuck, not doing nothing, not going anywhere, don't want anything. Do I have a witness in this place? Don't y'all know some folk like that? They don't want nothing. They don't want more. Don't want to achieve more. Can't see more. But is there anybody here say, I need what God has for me. I want more of what God has for me. Abram, leave your father's house. But wait a minute. That's his family. Well, family can get you stuck too. See, see, family will try to keep you stuck in the past. Because as soon as God starts blessing you, family will say, I remember. I wish I, family I hate on you just like everybody else. Because some family think that they should be blessed better than you. And y'all pray for me because I used to get mad when family brought up my stuff. Lord have mercy. Did I tell y'all I'm saved but I'm not all the way delivered? But I thank God I don't even get mad no more. You can talk about my stuff all you want to. And now when you bring up my stuff, all you do is give me another reason to shout. Because when I think about how far he brought me. I wish I had somebody, anybody here not ashamed of how far he brought you. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was off, but anybody got a but now testimony? Abram, leave your father's house. I'm getting ready to bless you. But anybody who's stuck, you've got to leave them alone. I love you, but I got to let you go. I love you, but I got to leave because our God has so much more for you. And here it is, the Bible says, and Abram left. He didn't let people stop him from receiving what God has for him. He did not let family stop him for what God has for him. And if I got to go by myself, Lord, I wish I had one here. If I got, matter of fact, the people who with you gonna follow you anyway. You ain't got to beg nobody to follow you. You ain't got to convince nobody to follow you. You follow God. And if you follow God, doors gonna start opening. Do I have a witness in here? I'll see y'all tomorrow night, but I came to tell somebody that God is calling you to something greater. And I know some of y'all gonna wait till you get it, but I need somebody with some faith to declare greater. My family gonna be greater. My children gonna be greater. My health gonna be greater. My finances gonna be greater. My church gonna be greater. 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 Eyes haven't seen. Ears haven't heard. Nor has it entered into the hearts of man what God is getting ready. And you got one job. You got one job. Step out on faith. God is calling you to something greater. I know you're comfortable where you are. 
I know God has blessed this church these last three years. But God is calling you to something greater. And what it means is that in this season of greater, you got to disconnect from people who are comfortable settling for less. And some people will settle because they don't want more. And when they don't want more, they don't want you to have more. Y'all help me preach a little bit. This tells somebody we can't settle. We can't settle. No, God didn't call us to be good. He called us to be great. We can't settle. Be careful about people who know it all. Know everything. They trust their wisdom more than they trust God. But we don't see it. You don't have to see it. If God said it, go get it. If God said it, step out of the box and go get what God has for you. And let me say it. Let me just kill a demon. You're not too young. You're not too old. It don't matter what you don't have because what you don't have, you serve a God who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. As a matter of fact, y'all help me preach. Ask your neighbor, what you waiting on? What you waiting on? What you waiting for? Go get what God has for you. And sometimes you got to separate from people who are stuck. Don't want anything. Don't want to go anywhere. And you can't receive what God has for you if you're stuck or connected to people who are stuck. Because you're going to waste all your strength carrying dead weight. Come on, I wish I had somebody say, I'm free tonight. I got too far to go to carry some dead weight. If you ain't trying to go where God taking me, I see you on the ring. I'll come back. But for God has for me. Paul, that's all I'm done tonight. To something greater. God didn't bring you through a pandemic just for you to be satisfied. He didn't spare your life. Just for you to barely make it. He said, I've come that you might have life and more abundantly. A call to something greater. But y'all, that's not just for you. It's for the house of God. Where is God calling Bethlehem? What, what does God has planned for this church, this ministry? And I just believe what God wants to do is going to require another level of faith. Believing beyond what you can see. A call to something greater. And I just need to know, is there anybody in the house I'm ready. I'm ready for greater. I'm ready. No, anybody ready? No, I, I want greater for my household, my children, my family. 
For somebody, you want greater health. Just a peace of mind. Greater ministry. We want our pastor to be greater. Watch this. Because when God lift the pastor up, the old flow. Come on, y'all help me preach in here. Matter of fact, somebody just push him. Say, come on, give him a push. Give him a push. Take us higher. Take us where we need to go. We want greater. A call to something greater. Abram, go to a place where I'm going to show you. If it was one of the other churches, they would say, well, God, we need directions. We got to put in our GPS. God not going to give you directions because once you have the directions, you're no longer going to follow him. You're going to drive on your own. So where God is taking you, you've got to follow his voice. And he's only going to speak through the set man of God. Will you allow your pastor to lead you to greater? Amen. Greater places. Yes, sir. Greater ministry. Yes, sir. Greater anointing. Greater gifts. Yeah. Yeah. What God has for you is for you. Hallelujah. A call yes, to something great. I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted to come and preach one of them. You know, major sermon but God didn't give it to me if you're going to step out of the box don't step back in the box you're stepping to something greater and it only comes by faith Father we thank you now for greater we don't know what greater may be but God wherever you tell us to go we're walking by faith. And if we got to walk alone, God, we're stepping out on faith. We won't be limited by our fears. We won't be limited by doubt. We won't be limited by what we don't have. God, if you said it, you will provide. So we're stepping out on faith from this day forward. We're taking the limits off God. And God, however you want to bless us, we'll be satisfied. Tonight, if you believe God is getting ready to do something great in your life, can you help me give God praise for your greater? Come on. If you believe he's going to do it. Anybody got, it's already done. Come on, somebody. Speak it, it's already done. Greater. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody thank God for greater. Greater in my family. Hey, God, thank you. It's already done.